live and wearing socks and sandals, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Sounds so comfy. Why the fuck are we podcasting with Jesus? Yeah, why was I never podcast with Jesus? I I would have taken off my fucking socks if I'd known we were going to be podcasting. Sure. I look fucking sure. ridiculous. <sighs> I uh, so stylish, so stylish. God Just, damn it! It's a holiday, Dunk. It's fine. Jesus didn't wear socks and sandals. It's true. God damn it! <laughs> do we know that for sure? <laughs> I'd say it's a safe bet. I don't think the sock. I don't think the sock. I don't think the sock industry was big in uh, Jerusalem at the time. No. Right about like zero. I could be wrong. Cold in the desert at night. Come on. Yeah, I could be wrong. I I don't. I I will fall on my sword here and say I'm not big on the history of socks. Shocker. I I am shocked by this. This seems so. So if any hosiery, male hosiery, it could be either. Yes, are out there listening? Please (laughs) fill us in on the first recorded use of socks. And not so- necessarily with sandals, <laughs> but you know. I don't know. I feel like that's the important combo here. I guess. I, I feel even if they existed back, you know, two thousand odd years ago, they likely would have been in more northern climes. But mm. we're, you know, with the early tribes people of Germania wearing argyle socks with their I imagine at the very least the the, the Romans could have had some very uh yeah, you know, sort of fancy socks and what have you didn't you know? I, I think yeah. I think that yeah we need we need a we mm-hmm. need a a clothing historian to to weigh in on this for us but uh, before that I I kind of want to get to the intro so uh hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vulcan Minority podcast the podcast is very passionate about the history of hosiery so mm. somebody help us on uh, this week's show we wonder if the CAMPL should wait. Just wait. Uh, be grateful that we don't have to eat at the Disney Cup. Talk about the <laughs> NWSL <laughs> Challenge Cup. Well, that'll just be me. Uh, BPL wins and losses. A little TFC talk and more. Now this week's panel. He's actually got a day off and we still made him work. Welcome to Duncan Fletcher. <laughs> it's outrageous. It really is. Outrageous. It's just, it's just our way. Hello. We love, we love you. Mm. Um not sure about the new Iceland badge. Say hello to Tony Walsh. I'm still in the socks. <laughs> like, I don't necessarily mean, like, obviously not elasticated ones. You know, that definitely didn't come through for a few centuries after that. But, like, just, like, tubes of material. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah something. Absolutely. There's a lot of shepherding and that sort of thing. You could easily make some wool socks. I guess. Or would they just be wraps? Maybe wraps. Maybe wrapping around your feet like a foot turban. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps. Maybe. Yeah. Turning the DJ duties over to someone else this week, it's Mark Hinckley. Yes, and by the way, Kristen, thank you very much. But I'm still reeling in the fact that we're still three minutes on socks. This is... I know. This (laughs) this is is a new record for sock discussion, isn't it? I'm like... If you're a new listener, why? Just pick another episode. <laughs> 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 DJ <Sorry>. duties. <laughs> uh, oh, dear lords. Uh, as for me, uh, I am not wearing socks, and I am thinking it might be time to install my air conditioner. I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and now this week's show. You haven't put your air conditioner in yet. 
She's nope. looking. She's looking mid September. No, no, no. I'm looking like mid. I'm looking like post recording is what I'm looking she's, at. She's put all her stocks in pumpkins. She's thinking of selling right around mid November. Yeah. Nice. Nice. keep the hydro building this isn't isn't an environmental thing this is how much are they going to charge me so but i'm going to give in because it's about to be horrible let's move on all right first up on this week's show it's cancon time and uh i put campiel in here because we try to talk about the canadian Premier league every week whenever we can even though there's basically nothing to talk about although it there there almost was there was a rumor floating around that the league was, was going socks? to announce sorry it wasn't about socks this time mm. i'll let you know i promise Official uh it's going to announce these... Ooh, we need a bespoke have to be mcgregor you'd have to be canadian right one would hope oh there mm. we go there's a new there's a new kit sponsor yeah and they have to be an argyle kit too mm. oh that'd be amazing sweet mm. I mean, talking about you know, like socks and that sort of thing for a That's team. That's what we are talking about, yes. <laughs> yes. Apparently this podcast is mean, all about socks now. To go back to Jesus' tavern, obviously, you know, there's like however many apostles and everything. Yeah. You know, 11, couple of subs, they can all be in socks and everything. Who, uh, you know, which of them is the uh, the, the cool player that kind of just wears his sock wrap <laughs> or whatever it is, just kind of like around his ankles and everything. Judas. And, you know, just, yeah. He's the rebel, you think? Oh, yeah. Obvs. <laughs> The tricky winger? Fucking you're right. <laughs> Always off. You know you never know where to find him. Own Not goal tracking specialist. back. Own goals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his his play always leads to Yes, a cross. we're talking about him, Kristen. Why are you bring him up? <laughs> we're talking about Judas. <laughs> we're also talking about Judas. Oh, anyway, so there was a rumor floating around that the league was going to announce uh, the schedule for the tournament season, whatever. Uh, for this year, uh, this week, actually, today was the date that was kicked around, which would have been so on brand for them to do it on Canada Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it seems that the news is still coming soon. Apparently, they were all set to go uh, with the Vancouver Island option for their single site whateverness, but are now running into difficulties getting permission from the BC provincial government, which is... Uh, you know, saying, yeah, no, we're not giving special priority to sports stuff right now. Yeah. Sorry. How dare they be so Go responsible? Elsewhere. Exactly. It's, it's Canada Day, not Victoria Day. Get out yeah. of there. Yeah. <laughs> mm. What were you thinking? Um, so, with such a small league and with the potential to play a season in a single site tournament situation, because there ain't that many teams. Um, should the Campiel just should they just push this whole idea back further into the year? Like August. Let mm. things settle down a bit more. Instead of saying, Oh, we've almost got a solution, we're gonna let you know soon and, and keep doing that and torturing fans. 
um, or frustrating them. And, and it is because everyone, and it's hard because this is an ever evolving situation, but it's, you know, maybe best to just pause for a little bit and say, all right, obviously this is taking longer to sort out. And then they also are going to be somewhat up against, assuming it happens, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, uh, the Disney Cup with MLS in terms of um, fans where eyeballs go and stuff like that. But it's, yeah, it's kind of, to me, I'm thinking, just wait, just, just push it back a bit. Yeah, I, I think the I think the eyeballs thing is is probably the good argument. You, everyone's kind of rushing to get off the ground right now, and you know this is a lot of competition. You may as well, like you said, like they have a couple, they have a few months to still be able to pull this off in some form. Well, let's say August through September, even into October, would still be okay for most sites. So why not give it a pause, do the right thing? I mean, and plus, if everything goes positive opens it up to more locations in canada maybe places that have better uh logistical support for putting it you know this many teams in this in this many places you're going to need a place that has enough accommodation and all these things you know you don't have a single site with the hotels like disney does so you know you might want to have those i know it seems like they want to steer away from having it in ontario despite Ontario likely having more places that could host, but eh, why not wait a bit if you're not ready anyway? But disclaimer, I'm still thinking about the Apostle 11, so who knows what I'm talking about. Mm. And I slid the, the, hand, the, I slid huh? the Hans Island uh, plan yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. a few weeks that's, back. That's, that's yeah. perfect. Mm. Um, Fogo yeah, Island has that nice hotel. Oh, it, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, NBC might loosen the reins you know, in a month. And, and I know, I know like they, they've gone back and forth between PEI and, uh, and Victoria or Langford has been, what's been talked about the most, most, you know, best facilities in terms of being able to be in one spot and all those things. And, but both TV, provinces. Yeah. TV's going to have a part of it too, though, with time zones. It's not, well, you know. that's true. TV? And, TV, yeah. Before the, the, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's next. You didn't hear? Why no, Thunder we, Bay. Yes. Yeah. Ah. Uh, but there's going to be a. But there's going to be a. That's even there's, worse. There's going to be a TB outbreak in Thunder Bay. Ah. Uh, right. Right after the. So right after. No, but they're not. They're not sure when. So it's going to be TB and TB TBD. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Has, has Thunder Bay? Has Thunder Bay actually eradicated TB? From no. It's, they're still working uh, on polio. Mm. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. But then, of course, as, as Tony mentioned, that sort of has brought out the, uh, you know, the one thing that Campiel fans can do right now is fight about where this should be hosted and why it shouldn't be Toronto. I, <laughs> I do not fucking care where this thing happens. It makes me laugh Anybody so who, any, I feel anyone who gives a flying shit about where this happens because it shouldn't be there because it's them is stupid it's dumb the 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 fact that we're talking about having any league and this is this applies to ones who are running or are about to run or are thinking about running if anybody's considering what like what the magnitude of what they're trying to pull off is that to me is way more important than the venue it's insane now if they want to have it in toronto i don't care i'm not gonna 
I might consider being dumb enough to try to sneak sneak my head through a fence to watch a game. But why would I do that when that's, I could that's watch That's why they it? can't do it here, because people like you. Yes, I know. Well, yeah, that's Mark. fine. I Wear a mask. Stay inside. Thank Ruining you. Ruining it for everyone. Thank yeah. you. I'm. You know what? <sighs> it's because of friendship. You can I take your arm off. We can't. <sighs> watch safe. Friendship. So this is this isn't the women's league, Mark. Oh, that's s- about friendship. Sexist, I think. Oy. Anyway, my point is, is that I don't particularly give a shit where they host it. I'm still worried about whether the players are safe. I'm still, I'm worried about whether that's they can be maintained. Yeah, exactly. Will they be? Will they be served from the same menu that the MLS is being served? <laughs> like, I don't. I, will they get I, paid this year? Yeah. yeah. Like, there's there, there's so many more important fucking questions. Like. We can't afford to pay our players uh, to stay at home, but we can certainly dump money into having everybody stay at a neutral site and make sure it's clean and safe and all the precautions. To me, there's a it would it would have been far cheaper and beneficial to just pay your players at least a living wage so they could stay home, be safe, and be ready to do this next year when hopefully everything's gotten better. But no, we're going to do this. So, um, yeah, I don't give a fuck where they do this. And... It's not important. I don't care. It's just not important. Victoria, not important. Toronto, not important. PEI, not important. And that's not just them playing. I just think those three places are unimportant in the grand scheme of things. So, um, yeah. I, I, why? Why does it matter? It doesn't. Home field advantage. It doesn't matter. I don't care. It's the second year of the fucking league. There's no fans around. So it's not like you've got, you know, the 12th man as your as your edge or anything. And yeah, let's just find a good site, a good a good a good pitch for them to play on and somewhere where the players can be isolated. Presumably Toronto would be a neutral venue. Toronto doesn't have a team. Well, exactly. uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yes, they do. York and I. Well, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's 4-1-6. Yeah, just saying. So yeah, yeah, that's um, why whatever. It's it's just funny how quickly that blow. I always find it funny how quickly that blows up, um, on uh, on the twitters. All right, someone someone's got to do a uh, one of those uh, maps where you find the absolute geographic center of all eight clubs. Thunder Bay. (laughs) You're probably not far off. I'm I'm probably not far off. Really not. If not, it's some it's it's Gimli, Manitoba. It's one. It's like it's somewhere oh, around there. Great for gliding in your flight. It's true, and whiskey and Icelandic diaspora. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. And places named after Tolkien characters. True. Mm. Important. Oh, was it the other way around? No. Um, the Canadian women's national team, other than having several players in the NWSL Challenge Cup at the right, at the moment are looking ahead to 2023 to Australia and New Zealand because that is where the next Women's World Cup will be held. The newly expanded Women's World Cup, although I'm still not sure that that is a good thing. It's probably a very bad thing, but whatever. Uh, will be played in the land down under. The nah. bid from Australia and New Zealand beat out Colombia for the honors. And there's a lot of block voting for each uh, one. Uh, CONCACAF, however, ignored Common Ball and was like, screw you, we want to go to Australia. So um, it was interesting. But yes, so that is where the Mexicans World Cup will take place for those of you that care and maybe want to start saving your pennies to uh, travel. 
Yeah, sure. that, that's theoretically. I, I've always wanted to go to Australia. It could be. Hey, well, yeah, as they Australia when New Zealand's right there. Well, sure, whichever. They're both the New same. Zealand. New Zealand is upside down Canada. It's mm. much better. Sounds lovely. Yes, Australia's I mean, it, upside down normal parts of the United States. Uh, I'm not sure Australia is really normal anything, is it? Eh? <laughs> not, not, not if you're looking at spiders, no. Yeah. Or nice. that octopus that walks on land. The fuck. Mm. True. Yes, I do think. I think that you know seems like a, a good idea. But uh, yeah, the 2023 World Cup should be a, a big success. Except you know there'll probably be sort of uh, conflicts with the uh, the the men's World Cup. It's, Probably going to get pushed back to that year, you know, all the various schedules and everything. Just get further and further back, and you know, Qatar 2022. That'll be 2023 by the time it happens. Yeah, but there's still that's the one they're going to hold in the winter, so that people don't, you know, spontaneously combust during matches. Mm, fair well, point. Australia ain't much better in the summer. Yeah, oh, but wait a minute, that's their there. that's their winter. That's their winter. Oh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So that's officially another Winter World Cup. The world's yes. gone mad. Oh, yes. Winter World Cup upon Winter. Yeah, World wait a minute. Like New Zealand gets uh, some chilly nights in. Uh, yeah. In their winter. Oh, yeah. I guess. Okay. I guess it's temperate for football. New Zealand's all over the place. They've got yeah. like rainforests. Two, two islands. They've got rainforests. They've got mountains. They've got deserts. It's completely. It's it's amazing. Like just seeing what. How, how temperate and how varied like parts of the North Island are f- versus parts of the South Island, like very, very but different. But the key so. is, is that we know someone who lives there so we can stay with them and save on. Does she town. know this plan yet? I, I haven't told her yet. She, but she might let us. us, she might let us as long as we can have her on the show, which I would say would be a very reasonable Exchange. I think that's absolutely. I think that's more than fair. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Pre thank you. You know who you are. Yes, indeed. As long We're as her appearance is on her time, not ours. Uh, well, you mean like New Zealand time? Or yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. okay, I was like, I was like uh, I'm not sure. Mm. I, I don't know if anyone wants to wake up for this. So. We're still doing this show three years from now. Oof. Oh, God, no, we're going to do that interview like next week. (laughs) (laughs) Just put that in the bank. And release it as the comeback show in three three years. Yes. Eh, Reunion. Let's not promise a comeback. It's true. Uh, Where are they now? Yeah, recast. One-off special. uh, Yeah, Yeah, a Christmas special. Yeah. Yeah. A very special episode. Mm Mm-hmm. up on the show it's time for mls this week's covid cup update which is i think what i'm renaming it uh once again get to cringe at the skyrocketing numbers of positive tests in wait a minute did you call it the you're just called you're settling on the covid cup yeah Mm. what's your idea tony 
what Butch I don't know. I hadn't, I hadn't really thought about it, but that's kind of like, you know, that's for us. That's, uh, I think we're letting the slide down a little bit. I don't know. Mm. That's just me. Well, they well, come then. Up with I guess once you get near 300 better. shows, you just kind of mail it in. Yeah, pretty much. Do you we'll, want to do this part? We'll work on this. Tony, okay. offline, we'll work on this. Okay. Excellent. Okay, good. Can let's I, can let's I set up a think tech. Talking about this now? Is that all right? Go, go ahead. Going. Thanks. Keep I really going. appreciate Thank that. Keep That's going. good. Yeah. Keep going, Kristen. Um, so Where did Peter the Fisherman play in the Apostle of Love? <laughs> and so on. So Florida seems to be in super goal. safe. <laughs> things. to have uh, a tournament right now with lots of people flying in from all over the place. Uh, as I said, what numbers continue to skyrocket in Florida. Um, Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas yeah! has all, all seems yeah they have some issues. They've had a lot of positive test case, test results amongst the players. Um, six players, in fact, have tested positive hmm. since hmm. they arrived in Florida. Mark, do a yeehaw, Mark, do a yeehaw, this is not but the way COVID. to win the league. <laughs> oh, no, we're honestly... Positive I think, means good, right? Yes. yes. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Six Maybe guys are ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Yeah, no, we're... Uh, I, think, I think the plan going forward is to uh, crash out as quickly as we can so we can just get the fuck home, so... Mm-hmm. To be fair, they, they've uh, rebranded uh, COVID, the Dallas Burn. Hey... Yeah. It's true. Um, and uh, in the latest, the latest update, apparently uh, some Nashville players um, have some positive test results before they've even left for Florida. Uh, the thing with the FC Dallas, though, is that uh, what's being said without naming them is that several of the positive test results are from starters. So that'll be fun for their first match, since presumably they're in two weeks of isolation um, based on on retests or whatever. Uh, The energy drinks have pushed back their departure date. I think TFC pushed back their departure date even further. Uh, They were originally leaving today or tomorrow. Now they're leaving Friday or Saturday. It's it's uh, it's hilarious. They're basically just pushing it back as far as they can, desperately hoping that the Don Garber comes through and says, "Yeah. yeah, we're just not doing this at all. Yeah. I think that's, I really do think that's what it is. Um, but yeah, like more, not even more and more. Well, it is more and more, just more and more dear gods keeps running through my head. Like why? Well, we know why we know it's all about money. Um, I haven't even, I didn't even put in the show rundown, the MLS allowing extra sponsorships, extra sponsors on the kits during this tournament. I hope we get El, Him- I hope we get El Himidor shorts. Mostly because I didn't want Duncan's head to explode before we got into the show. But why not? But, okay, let's uh, do it yeah, now. They, they, they've already sold, they've already yes. sold one sleeve, okay. but now they're allowing the other sleeve and some short sponsors as well during the Ooh, tournament. You can get a sponsor to... on the ass? Oh, yeah. yes. Uh, um, why? So, why? Well, you know. Because money, money. <laughs> it depends, Mark. Yes. Hey, hopefully. Oh, hopefully. <laughs> oh please. Uh, Bonus point. I think Duncan even you would du- du- <laughs> I think Duncan would forgive any club that put depends on their shorts. <laughs> as a sponsor. Come on. Uh, there's, there's an entertainment factor to that for sure. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's a whole host I mean, we can run like 
prep H on one of them. Yeah. We can do yeah. Spanx. Yeah. We could do yeah. uh, any <laughs> underwear <laughs> model line. Or, my, uh, my pillow. Underwear lines. Yeah, my, Calvin, my Cl- <laughs> Calvin Klein for MLS. <laughs> yeah, it's a Victoria's Secret. I mean, you could like put the sort of like thong pattern on the actual Jockey shorts. Yeah. 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 The shorts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of ways you could do this. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I would think there'd be for the Once first again, time we're ever. Helping. For, mm. the, for the first time ever, there would be a demand for people to own the replica shorts. Mm-hmm. That's never <laughs> happened. Never once. <laughs> like Adidas, you want to move this stuff? We have just provided you with potentially millions of dollars in solutions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Free of charge. Yes. I hope, you know, as far as what the sponsors go, I mean, if, if you read a newspaper these days, which I still do, most people probably don't, and you see pretty much every other advertisement is some kind of health message from the government and everything, because we're obviously desperately trying to prop up advertising revenues. So, yeah, let, let's have, uh, you know, something, ooh, three ways to keep safe, you know, from the government of Ontario on mm. Toronto shorts. Yeah. Things like that, you know. There's uh, there's a lot of ways you can do this. Put a big Dougie on the crotch. Mm, yeah, just thinking that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Coming at you in a slide tackle. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. It's uh, yeah, but the the whole like we've said it for for weeks. The, the hole is where you advertise. Bad, it's just a bad idea. Um, the bad and, idea cup. The dear yes, gods cup. The what could go wrong cup. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot of options that we're coming there's, up with here. Yeah, well, you know, sorry. But it's, mm. uh, does anyone actually think that they will go ahead and do the right thing and cancel it? Oh, God, no. no. Oh, no, 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 no. They may split into a separate division that uh, COVID positive players play against each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a repachage. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sakes. That's horrible. Hey, it works. They can't reinfect each other. Can't they? Do we know that for sure? Eh, what? Whatever. As long as we sell some ass sponsors. That's mm, the important thing mm-hmm. right there. Yes. Uh, and so, I'm sure once everything gets back to normal, all these extra sponsors will just disappear. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, this yes. is just a one-time thing. Yes. Like, yes. Just, just for this. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's written on a cocktail napkin somewhere. Oh, yeah. Which is also sponsored. Obviously. Um, and then, so this will be, we'll, we'll probably talk about this some more next week because we'll be, I don't know, previewing it or something. I don't know. But the, the best thing that has come out of the tournament so far is Foodgate, Mm. which is just one of the most MLS things ever (laughs) to have happened. So there are, there are a couple teams already in Florida, um, some of them haven't been almost completely quarantined, like Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas. Yeah. And uh, I guess some of the players who are in, you know, they're all in isolation or whatever, had started sending pictures of their food and menu choices to some friends. Uh, Hercules, uh, 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 sorry. Uh, Omar Gonzalez. To Omar Gonzalez and to uh, Eric Zavaleta. So, um and everyone was wish like, he, I wish he was Hercules Gonzalez. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking it was Hercules Gomez. Anyway. Um, okay, he, so so that wasn't actually Omar Gonzalez's sandwich or Eric no. Zavaletta's sandwich. Okay. No, they're still here oh. in Toronto. Right. Oh, yeah, that this makes was, sense. Yeah. This was someone sharing with them as in, hey, guys, 
<laughs> look what you get to. Okay. I bet, it was Gra- I bet it was Graham Zussi. Oh, that guy. <laughs> Fuck him. This, this is a good way to get around it, really, isn't it? It's just yeah. like, uh, yeah. oh, we can't actually put these pictures up ourselves because we'll get in trouble and everything. But, uh, but eh, you guys clearly are not a photo. You can just share this and, yeah. We could, we could, start, we could start a new game. Like, whose Who sandwich is that? Yes. <laughs> that was Nate Borcher's ham and cheese. <laughs> So the mm. uninspiring sandwiches yeah. that were shown in the sixty-five dollar uninspiring sandwiches. What I don't understand about that, in all seriousness, is aren't these like you know usually clubs have serious like nutritional like uh, plans for their athletes and stuff? And well, that's yeah. that was the whole thing. And so I, I was reading some of the quote-unquote explanations that. Oh, this is just like their first 24 hours and this is the room service thing. Except for it's all branded MLS is back. Like they're trying to blame it on the hotel. And <laughs> I want MLS is back at the sandwich. <laughs> you know, like, what would be what would be in MLS is back at the sandwich? Hmm. Oh. MLS um, is back bacon. <laughs> <laughs> MLS is back burger. No, it's not a sandwich, it's a burger. Mm. Um mm. How ah, big is the sandwiches? El Himador. Mm. Uh, it was just... You're, you're really on an El Himador... Uh, that's the only, that's the only thing I can... Th- it, it just When I think of, like, over-in-your-face sponsorships at, at at least TFC, it's fucking El Himador. I mean, I didn't want tequila, but now I'm thinking about it, so it's <laughs> I know, working to I me. I wasn't you. planning on leaving the house today at all, but... Uh, tequila energy drinks. Mm, oh. what, what I think is that... Tony actually has a Go bottle on. of El Humidor. I don't. I don't drink from. tequila. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I do. I, it's just the one that keeps... Honestly, it's like that's the, the full side of pitch, you know, branding that always pops into my head when I think of that. All right, so they're very effective with their marketing. Apparently, is what yes. Are they? I, I've never bought a bottle, so... Oh, mm. my goodness. Mm. Um, but mm. it's just... I don't even so know who Jim bad. Ador is. <laughs> I'm gonna let that hang. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to. I don't. Yeah. I just don't. And if you go to Mexico, you can get the uh, the like the lower brand tequila Ryan Ador. <laughs> El Ryan Ador. <laughs> <laughs> I made my birthday. Oh my no. Try mine. Oh no. Hi me. Hi me. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, so yeah. the key for players traveling to Florida: um, pack a lunch, bring yeah. some food. You're allowed to bring food on planes. Bring some food for that first day that you are stuck in your hotel room, so you don't have to have the insane, awful sixty-five dollar sandwich and your bottle of water. I think yeah, there just... was an apple involved somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a banana or some apple slices, that sort of thing. Like, oh. So bad. Mm. Oh, so bad. But yeah, bring a suitcase of food and like your own little uh, sandwich maker or something, and you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be set. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They just should kid out Eric Zavaleta's room with like panini presses and shit. Yeah, yeah. Make use of him. Yeah, exactly. Who cares if, you know, if everyone's going to his room, he gets sick. Oh, well. I shouldn't say that. That's mean. 
You just that's did. That, that, that might, that might actually it's be hilarious, but it's mean. <laughs> I don't want Eric Zavaleta to get sick. I'm just saying he, back at he's, the line and he's of no use it. to the team. Zavaleta sounds like happens. a fancy sandwich. It kind of mm. does, doesn't it? Like yeah, a muffaletta. I was just thinking that, yeah. It's yeah. the yeah, it's a zavaletta. Yeah, it's like a muffaletta, but not good. Oh. But related. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Is this related to a muffaletta? Why do you think it's here? <laughs> it's muffaletta's nephew. Alright, so NWSL time. And again, I realize that I am the only one watching this tournament. I've um, seen some highlights. Oh, look at you. I mean, um, YouTube clips that were posted onto Twitter when I say highlights, but you know, somebody's got a nice free kick goal. Yes. Um, so Challenge Cup began on the weekend, and if you're not watching, honestly, you are missing out. It's been a lot of fun to watch. There's been some very good soccer being played. Uh, the quality has been much better than the first couple of weeks of the EPL, which sucked. Uh, these women are actually in shape and seem to care. So already much much better but the quality of the football has been been good there's been some really good matches um day three uh right now plus you get to watch canadian soccer players um play apply their trade uh diana matheson back from injury scored her first goal very nice actually she had she was she had a very good outing in uh in her in her first match back she was she was really really good really motivated uh, Scott a goal, Sinclair. got in a fight. Did she get an assist for the Gaudy Howe hat trick? I can't remember. I don't think so. But the, oh. the, the fight was great. The the going, yeah, she she went after the the keeper on the other team, but wouldn't give her the ball back after the goal. And the keeper, of course, Diane Matheson's not a tall person. And the keeper has at least a foot on her, probably more. And it was it was hilarious. It she was had her foot scary. on her. Rude. Mm. It was rude. Rude. Um, Women, women's footballs do violent for me. Yes. <laughs> But yes. if you're just too uh, rough, the, you can watch the whole tournament for free. So the, it's being broadcast uh, through CBS All Access, which before the tournament started, there was a, a lot of pushback. You could see it online from Canadian fans who were like, hey, this was supposed to be available to us. It's saying it's not. What the fuck? Uh, they fixed it. So you can sign up for it uh, and you get the first month of your membership for free, which <laughs> covers the length of the tournament. So you can, can watch it. Can, can you watch some free. Big Brother as well? Would you want to? No. Just wondering if all of CBS's fine programming is available. Well, I, I, it, it is. Yes. Yes, it is. Sweet. There you go. Do they have NCIS's? Yes, of course they do. Sweet. The NCIS channel. I don't know why they don't just rename it. Um, 
Mark Harmon in 23 years still on Instagram. Ah, summer school. Never forget. Mm-hmm. Such a great movie. Um, but anyways, it's definitely um, worth your time. There's There's been a couple things. Uh, Match-wise, uh, yesterday was the day of the draws uh, and a, just a kick-ass match between the, the Royals and the Houston Dash, which saw uh, two lead changes and then ultimately end up uh, 3-3. But... Lots of lots of really fun goals being scored. Uh, lots of great play, and uh, Christine Sinclair still yet to score a goal in this tournament. Of course, she's only played in two games, but still. Ugh, um, flash in the pan. I yep. know. She's got all the goals. Now what? What have you done for us lately, Christine? Um, but the uh, there's been a really 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 great audience for it. Uh, the first match. Uh, drew uh, almost 600,000 viewers, which is a lot. Um, so it's been really, really positive uh, response so far. So that's great. The only thing that has kind of marred the tournament, and this is, all goes back to anthems and how stupid they are in league matches. Um, so, you know, obviously with things going on right now, all, most of a lot of the football leagues around the world have been highlighting the Black Lives Matter uh, movement and things that are going on in the world, North America and elsewhere. NWSL has been doing the same thing, and you've seen you know players warming up in Black Lives Matter shirts. Um, there's been mostly you know everyone kneeling for the anthem because they still do anthems. Some players, depending on the match, didn't kneel and got just roasted for it, which honestly is not the way for me personally to go about this. Like I, I believe in everyone's options to do whatever feels right for them in that moment. Like if you don't feel comfortable kneeling, you don't have to. You might want to depending on your views, but you can't you can't give people crap for kneeling and then the other way around if you're not being outrightly, I don't know. I'm not even not sure what I'm trying to say, but it's been a bit of a controversial thing. And there was the one game where one of the players was really upset and everyone went after the player standing next to her instead of talking about why the player that was kneeling was upset and why the whole everybody kneeling and wearing the shirts and stuff is important. So NWSL instead, you know, talked, talked to everybody, talked to players unions and all this stuff and talked to their, their stakeholders, i.e. their sponsors, um, about this, about what are we going to do about the anthem? What are we going to do about the situation? Because they're they're not gonna they're not gonna call for a ban on people kneeling. Um, that's not going to happen. So they came up with this terrible, terrible third option, which is that they're still going to play the anthems, and and players, coaches, whatever can line up. They can stand. They can kneel. Whatever feels good good for them. Or or they can stay in the locker room while the anthems are being played. Because that's the solution. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So you know, it just it was just like really. You're, but you said it all is... when when you said with the stakeholders because this is what the anthems are about. It's not about the players wanting to honor their country or countries. It's uh, because the the genesis of anthems being played at professional sports in North America mostly is because wrapping the league in patriotism was good for sponsorships. Yep. So. Long before the NWSL existed, exactly. This yeah, is, yeah, this is this is back to the what is it, Second World War? Sure, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just been 
you know, codified and entrenched in American and now North American sports since then. Mm-hmm. It has to go away. It's so, so insane. But yeah, this locker room thing is... But, I, I but don't... If, if the anthem goes away, how are the, the airplanes going to know when to do their flyby? It's going to be well, hard. They, they, they don't have anthems in the EPL and they figured it out. Mm. They don't have daytime fireworks either, though. <laughs> well, that's the problem. Fireworks right will be going off willily nillily. We won't know what to do. How will mm-hmm. we know when to hold our scarves up high? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, good point. Oh, I'll be so confused. Mm-hmm. It's okay. We're not going to be at a match. Yeah, this we'll year. Be, we have a whole just, year to figure it out. Everyone will be just standing around and everything, and then all of a sudden, oh, don't shit! The, the game started. What? They, oh, I haven't even had time to get my my taco yet. I, what, what's going on? The game started. Paolo Rossi's still oh. on the field. <laughs> <laughs> It will be chaos. Oh, it's, just, it's, it's so dumb. And, and, you know, MLS, whenever they have their, their tournament um, next week, allegedly. Fans that are outside is, smoking. How, how are they going to know? How they know to come back inside. <laughs> when it's time to come inside. I do. You know, they're, they're not doing. They're not Unemployed bagpipers. During, um, <laughs> yes. during the tournament. Um. Which I, I again is the right call as far as I'm concerned. I'm curious as to uh, whether they will. They of course they won't keep. That. I don't know why I say that. Um, and Campiel, because they haven't made a decision about their season yet, has yet to weigh in on this at all. Um, and again, I can't see them doing away with it. But again, they should. It's 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 beyond asinine to have this. It's something that isn't an international match um, for any sport, but certainly for soccer, where you have, you know, players from everywhere. I think so cities. I think cities should have to adopt national or civic anthems. Sure. The so, anthem. The no. anthem of Toronto. <laughs> and then, the but, you, what if people want to protest against that? Well, then that's their right. I will sit down for a Drake song. I'm going to say that right now, but I would do that anywhere. (laughs) Sit down, turn my back, whatever. Um, It's disrespectful. It's as if they're going to choose a Drake song. I mean, it depends on who's in charge. I mean, if it's John Tory, then, you know, it's going to be some kind of random, you know, shitty white Canadian thing from the 80s or something. You know, they'll get, I I can't think of the name. Parachute Club? Boy. Rise up, so rise so up. picking on the parachute rise. club. I didn't pick on them, but you know they're white and from the eighties. Are they? You know they'll, they'll commission yeah. something yeah. from. Yes. They'll commission the bare naked ladies to write something yeah. jaunty and and clever <gasps> and. It'll be it'll be like the Bazinga TFC. song. I feel like yes. they did. Yeah, they already did that. They've had their turn. Yeah, um, I believe there's a there's a bare naked ladies Toronto FC song. There is a bare naked ladies. <laughs> oh yeah. Now they just have to make a Toronto one. Mm. If I had $10 billion, I'd build a downtown relief line. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, Anyway. Just go with Jane. I mean, the the stadium's close enough to Jane Street. (laughs) (laughs) It's right around the corner. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I just stroll over to the Maybe York 9 can have that. (laughs) Yes. There you go. (laughs) Right, yeah. They could could just point. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Clearly, the answer, the right answer, is lowest of the low, since half of their songs are about Toronto anyway. 
I'm trying to think of the uh, fucking hell, just like the shitty eighties band that I'm trying to think of. Is it Alan Frew? Who, who was Alan? No, Frew? Last, Tiger. Last Tiger. There you go. Yeah, something he like that. He already did a Toronto FC song. He did. Oh, already. bloody hell! Yeah, but it's got to <laughs> be a Toronto. It. It's got to be a can. It's got to be a city song. Yes. Yeah. Romantic traffic. Mm. Yes. Yes, I mean, there we go. Oh, that's a good sing-along. Dude, dude, dudes too. are just yeah. perfect yeah, for that's a like, Yeah, that'd be a good, good terrorist sing-along. Yeah, for sure. Done. Done and done. We'll, uh... Because we, we'll, we did we'll that for Rohan Ricketts. Yes. Oh, God, that's right. Rohan Ricketts. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's right. Good times. Ooh. But yes, no more anthems. Just get They're rid done. of them. Just get rid of them. There's, there's, it's beyond wrong and stupid and antiquated for so many reasons. Um, one last thing before we leave NWSL, I just want to highlight, like the teams in this tournament have been having a lot of really great conversations, a lot of really public conversations. The players, the coaches, the organizations, um, really, really putting themselves out there. Uh, the the rain, which is the women's side from Seattle, um, one day uh, they honored uh, a murdered uh, uh, black individual on their on their kits in their last match. Um, and they also put out a really a really powerful video, and it's it's something I've seen before in the past, but it's um it's worth a watch. And yes, there's a, a certain marketing angle to it, but it gets more eyes on it, and it's. You know, just it really highlights privilege, um, privilege in sport, privilege in society. And it's really, really, really worth watching. Um, so if you go to O.L. Reign's uh, Twitter feed or to their website, you'll see it. But definitely give that some time. And I do encourage everyone to watch this tournament. It's a lot of fun. It's worth the time. It's free to watch. And, you know, you get to see, like I said, you get to see lots of Canadian players. So why wouldn't you? Come on. Alright, we will be back with more NWSL next week. Yes. I thought you were going to say we right will. after these messages. Right, it's about to. <laughs> yeah. I just say, every time you say NWSL, it's just, just starting off saying NWA. So I just been thinking, okay, well, what does the SL stand for instead? <laughs> Soccer leagues. <laughs> starting lineups. Mm. Ooh, I like yes, that Yes, right there. There we go. Yeah. So anyway, moving on. Sometimes it hurts to be indigenous, born in this nation. Not enough to talk about decolonization. In the battles with myself, I'm continually facing. Feel the stress of the world on my shoulders, I'm fading. But I ain't going out yet, cause this is just the outset. And I ain't making change if I'm rapping about an outfit. Unless it's that camo, intelligence is ammo. Modern day warrior, just call me Rambo. Not trying to be the because mostly I'm peaceful but getting sick and tired of being seen as uneven. all right coming up we're almost at the end of the show but uh, we've got a couple more things to cover and of course now is everybody's favorite section which is our weekly look at the Belarusian Premier League um, because we love it so we love it so and we could just we could just talk about it like forever um, so here to tell us all about the week that was in the BPL is Mr. Mark Hinckley with this week's wins and losses. Mark? Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome. You're the sour cream on my jellied meats. Never considered that combination. 
I'm gonna try it <laughs> next time I'm in I'm in Minsk. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the final week of the Belarusian Vashaya Liga. Week 15. Pardon? It's been a journey. Final <laughs> week. It's, it's the final week already? So strange. It appears that the season ends after an odd number of rounds very abruptly, and that's the end of it. How will it all end? Wow. I don't know. Let's find let's, out. Let's just not talk us. about it after this. Mm. Yeah. First on Friday, we had Energetic BGU. The Battery Lickers. Hosting Slavia. Cabbage Boys. Fourth minute, Slavia blows a back pass, and Yaza picks up the ball, dances around the challenging keeper, slots it into the open net, 1-0 energetic. Shortly after the restart, Yaza at the right post threads a ball through the six-yard box to find David Twitt at the left post, taps it in, 2-0 energetic. 58th minute, Yaza receives a pass inside the 18, undoes one marker, undoes a second, pops it far post, 3-0 energetic, Yaza's on a brace. Ah, 70th minute, second half sub, Sovpel streaks, streaks into the right side of the box, fires at far post, 4-0 energetic. 90th minute, Sovpel, same position, same target, same result. 5-0 energetic, what a route. And Yaza with the brace, come on guys. Legend. Good for him. Legend. Legend. Yes. Uh, the closer on Friday. Sign him up. Yes. Oh, I, Ooh, I can only imagine, I can only imagine what... Giant clubs of the world are after his signature now. Uh, the closer I, hope I see him in York, though. York nine. Mm. <laughs> oh my God! Please. Uh, <laughs> Friday, Smolvici SDI. The Colonel's under things. Hosted Slutsk. Man whores. <laughs> oh. <laughs> With emphasis. You can hear the exclamation point at the end of that club nickname. You really can. Sixteenth uh, minute, uh, Sergic takes a pass just outside the six-yard box. One touch nails it short side. One nil to Slutsk. Three minutes later, Jagero has a go from just outside the 18, curls it, and finds a far top corner. Pick that out. One all. Uh, 57th minute. Uh, Mukhamedov shot. Uh, it hits the keeper. Rebound is taken by number 49 in the program. Number one in your hearts, Jagero. Yeah, that's right, Duncan. Number 49. Mm. Right place, right time. Makes it 2-1. Mm-hmm. And that's how it finished. Saturday. Minsk. The Borscht Brothers. Hosted Shakhtar. Really, a table tennis club. Which ended in a draw. Uh, 56th minute, Diem, Diasa Medzov, Medze, the Diasa Medze, sure. yeah, it's Russian, right. sorry, Georgian names, tongue twister sometimes. Uh, he got a goal for uh, Shakhtar. Uh, Vasiliev, 10 minutes later, tied it up for the home side, won all final. Uh, next we had Neman Gradno. El Nachos Grandes. Mm, del- delicioso. Uh, hosted Dinamo Brest. The Bazoombas. <laughs> 17th minute, as per tradition, Zablin gets on the end of a beautiful floater of a cross to hit a pass to keeper. 1-0 to Grodno. Cue the Dinamo Breast comeback. No? No no comeback this time? Okay, then. Grodno win 1-0. And uh, they are now on six in a row. Uh, the loss for Breast ends a four-game win streak. Uh, last on Saturday had Bate Borisov. The ones you've heard of. Uh, hosting Dinamo Brest. <laughs> Dynamic Musk. First half offered nothing to the score sheet, so on to the second half we go. Uh, 64th minute, Shakavka gets on the end of a cross, absolutely lasers it into the back of the net. 1-0 to Dinamo Minsk. Surely, you know, Bate's going to shake this off. No, 66th minute, Bate blow a back pass. Shakavka gets the shot off, but chick 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 on stops it. Rebound finds Kozlov, and he one-touches it back into a nearly empty net. 2-0 to the visitors. 
Dinamo Minsk walk away with all three points. Sunday's trio of matches started with Torpedo Belaz. The Master Blasters. Hosting Vitebsk. Eleven men in a cage. <laughs> the lone goal came. Uh, the lone goal of the game came in the 69th minute as Gabriel Ramos takes the ball just outside the box, slight touch, and beats the keeper. One nil to Torpedo, navigating to three points. That is the weakest one of them all. Ao, uh, I yeah, that's I didn't even deserve the ao said just like that. It really did. <laughs> uh, next, Rook Breast. The Robins. Welcome, lowly, lowly Belshina. The Page Three Boys. <laughs> Twelfth minute, Diallo slides along mm. the turf to redirect the low cross. One nil to Rook. Forty-third uh, minute. Oreskevich gets on the end of a fast low cross at the far post to pop it into the net. 2 noodle Rook. 45th minute, Vasiliev has a lovely chip from the far side of the 18th to pop it over the keeper and hit the near side of the netting. 3 nil to Rook at the half. Cue the comeback. Yes, they did. 45th minute, Belshina <gasps> fielded a full side of the match and ended 3 nil to Rook breast. See, that's the comeback. They showed up. There we go. Here's mm. Belshina Gafford, Edward Gradabev, with his thoughts on the drop. Sometimes in a man's life, in the world-renowned city of Belshina, you must come to terms with the accidental dropping of rubbish. Mm. No matter how hard you try, disposing of a rubbish sack that is too full of useless things, items like buckets of eel soup, fighting chickens that lost you too much money, unplanned daughters, personal hygiene kits, Georgians, hopes and dreams, are just too difficult to handle. Inevitably, such a rubbish sack loosens itself from your grip and falls to the level below and covers your downstairs neighbor in an ungodly stink. See you in Division 2. It'll be rubbish. Mm. It's a fitting end, Yeah. Is he still not fired? Oh, God, no. I think he owns the team. (laughs) All right, so uh, last match of the season had Gorodea. The jellied yaks. Hosting Islak. The final credits. Uh, the game ended 2-0 to Islak with Makas and Yansane scoring for the visitors. And now Wiz Gambler's Corner is Mac. Thank you, Duncan. Since at the end of the season, I went for a seven-game parlay. Oh, yeah, what could yeah. go wrong? What could go wrong? Friday, I got the Smolvici upset and Energetic uh-huh. absolutely correct. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But then the Saturday ticket completely collapsed. <laughs> yeah. And well, who really wanted to win $109.77 on a $1 bet? But we all grew as people, so, you know, whatever. Good effort there. Overall, though, uh, you made money on this, didn't you, Mac? Yeah, when it was all said and done, I'm up about uh, probably like 32 bucks. Yeah. Sweet. Hey. Yeah. All right. Lesson that's here, a, that's, a, that's a nice, uh, well done. Yeah. A lesson yeah. here, kids. Gamble. <laughs> it pays off. He's it, right. Don't bother with school. Don't bother with, you know, friends, parents, anything really. Just gamble. You'll make all the drug money you need. Mm. It's all good. That's been Gambler's Corner. Kids, buy, get, buy drugs. Yes, yes. Gamble to buy drugs, kids. Hmm. That's been Gambler's Corner. Back to you, Mac. Thank you, Duncan. So the Golden Boot race finished with Yaza, Jazzer Yakshabov of Energetic BGU, on top with nine goals. Yeah. Uh, congrats to him. Four players on, tied on seven goals, finished second. 
Uh, congratulations also to Bate, who finished top of the league with 30 points. Shaktora second on 27, three teams on 26 points, but Neyman Gradno winning the tiebreaker to earn third. Surprising. How many teams make it into the Champions League? Oh, um, ah. let me let me check. Five of them? Uh, no, half of one. I don't think any of them do. <laughs> Uh, I think they all qualify for Europa League. The not quite uh, Europa League. They don't, it's the it's the for the east, very far eastern part of Europe. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's a it's a block something, eastern <laughs> block something. I don't know. Okay. Um, very good. Uh, surprising nobody. Smolvici, SDI, and Belshina take the drop. Oh. Uh, next week's games start at 10 a.m. Friday with Slavia taking on Slutsk. Next week. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. It's... Okay, look. We had a good run. But we're getting bumped for Major League Soccer, which won't last long due to their tournament being played in Florida's COVID County, okay? This has been Wins and Losses. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Mark. You're a Western well, passport. I'll open you up and leave a mark. You would. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Consider yeah. myself stamped. Hey. Don't judge a book by its cover, oh my. That's the story of my fucking life. I'm draped in camo, just like my mohawk. Peep my warrior walk with Graham Pepper's tomahawk. Patched up made of tuxedo, the red crack sagger, rest in power. Oh my Gambino, childish behavior, as fuck. That's two and T times that by three, painkiller. Holy, does my hood make you uncomfortable? Rather you than me. Hold up my sleeve, trust the gut. Mercules, double fist in Hercules, lifting spirits, Hercules. All I can be is myself, can't be nobody else. Only creator can judge me, the rest can fuck themselves, boy. I hate to burst your little bubble, baby. But Halloween is the only time you want to be me. Never lost like LeVar, best believe me, brother. Knock, knock, trick or treaty, motherfucker. All right, to close out this week's show, it's time for a little TFC talk where we talk about TFC. Uh, so TFC has yet to depart for uh, COVID-ridden Florida. Um, I do like COVID have... County, USA. That's, that's a, that's I thought that was a good punchline. Yeah. I really yeah. felt good about that. It's yeah. very Duke's, very Duke's a hazard. COVID County, USA. Sorry. That's the horn. Yes. The general Lee Unwell. Took a second. That's really good. That is good. Uh, so the players, um, you know, had been, you know, as, as, you know, restrictions had been loosening between, you know, the province and the league and so on and so forth. Anyway, so they've been still training somewhat physically distanced, but more together and actually had started training down at BMO Field um, instead of just up at the BTG. Um, so, yeah, yeah, good for them, the BTG. Yeah. Um, but the other day, uh, some TFC supporters were down at BMO Field. And they posted some pics of some banners that they were working on. Now, this may seem like a bit of an odd time to work on some banners, given we're unlikely to be in the stands for any matches this year. Uh, these banners, however, had a uh, special purpose, a specific purpose, uh, which was to loudly and definitively stand against racism. And the banners are the brainchild of recent BNP guest Mike Newell. 
I know that guy. He's good. I know. Ooh. He's 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 he's, 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 he's good. Really, he's good people. He's good. He's very good people. Um, with the help of uh, design from Annie Hart and also good people. Shout out to uh, Matthew Del Dagan, aka Lovebot, for allowing his work to be part of this. Uh, small number of supporters from the Kings of the North, U Sector, and the Red Patch Boys got together to paint a love football hate racism banner um, for the team, um, but also for supporters. So the banners are going to be displayed at uh, BMO Field and or up at the training center while the team is in town and upon their return. Um, should Whenever matches are back at BMO Field, that's where they'll be, I think. Other than that, I think in the meantime, they'll probably be up at the training center uh, so the players can can see them. Uh, but, you know, shout out to TFC Social for putting that out there. But really, like, amazing work from these few people, from uh, these three supporter groups to to come together and do this. And it was, it was you know, they, they pulled it together within, like, a day. Uh, people traveled from out of town to help paint this. Um, and there are, there's at least one supporter group not represented, apparently did not want to be involved because they didn't want to be political. Um, <laughs> yeah. Name them. <laughs> Name that, them. That would, that would be, that would be the inebriati. <laughs> Sorry, original 109 because inebriati doesn't exist anymore. Of uh, course they don't want to be political. They didn't human want rights. to be political. This is oh what God. I have, this oh is what God. I've been told. Um, Jesus. Name Is there another supporters group out there with given an A or B choice, consistently picks the wrong one? It's amazing. It's pretty stunning, isn't it? Yeah, oh, I spectacular. Know. So you know, and, and this you know, this isn't. It yeah, it's it doesn't surprise me that that was their choice. Oh my um, God. But you know, it, the focus shouldn't be the focus isn't on them. The focus is on the other three groups. Um, for coming together to do this for um, you know really like it's it's moving forward and keeping this message in the public eye um, as you know in the eye of the team so that the team knows that just because you know yes you know they've got Justin Morrow who's involved with the Black Players Union uh, coalition um, you've got outspoken players like Achara and Altador uh, that sort of thing but that the team still has to continue to put forth a message, be involved in the conversation, and that this is um, just a start, but a really important one. And uh, it was it was great to see, but it was really like shout out to the supporters um, involved for doing this and, and for everyone that supports it. So really just wanted to highlight that. And if you haven't seen it on Twitter, or on Facebook, or on Instagram, it's very easy to find. Many people have reposted it. We've retweeted it. Yeah, take a look. Get involved. You know the drill. Um, Did, does the inebriati actually have some kind of statement out there, or it's just all right? Things have been like said behind the scenes, and this and this and this, and you know, it's made its way to you. Or have they actually put something out there to say? Inebriati yeah, we don't want to get involved. That I have seen, but people involved have put it out there on social media saying that members from other groups decline to be involved because politics doesn't belong or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Super right. Cool. Super fun. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Just good times. Yeah. Yeah. Just, they just give us more and more reasons not, to love them. Not a lot of thinking, I see. 
Yeah, I mean, you, you, do, you don't want to upset those fellow supporters who may want to be racist. Well, they, yeah, really, you, yeah, exactly. You, you can't well, take a stand against that sort of thing. Clearly, this is the wrong way to support. So, mm. there's only mm. the right way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mm. just abstaining from racist stuff is, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. All right. To close out the show, though, um, speaking of the players returning to training. So normally I am not one to really care at all about pictures or video of players arriving to training because it's like, okay, they're going to training. Good for them. That's nice. I'm glad they're going to training. However, yesterday, Mm -hmm. uh, day before recording, uh, the TFC media department apparently surprised the players by actually having cameras at training. They didn't know that the cameras I'd, were returning. I'd like to, to hope that they weren't planned to be there and then just one of the other players kind of tipped them off. Okay, just just bring a camera out. Alex Bono looks fucking ridiculous now. Just just bring, <laughs> just bring a camera. Just please. Hurry. I hope it's one of his other players, uh, his friends oh snitched on him. So the, the video on TFC's uh, I blame Twitter Westberg. Uh, is, yeah. Yeah, probably, because mm-hmm. he always looks good, yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. Justin Morrow... Um, and Alex Mons. So just tomorrow, not amused. And there's a lot of swearing in this video. It's actually, it, it might be my favorite thing is that they're, they're so pissed off that at being caught unaware. <laughs> just like, you're going to have to fucking bleep me. I'm like, I love this. Um, who's not amused, but really, really, really unhappy is Alex Pono <laughs> being caught in. Was he really? I, I couldn't tell sleep. if he was tongue in cheek uh, or what. Oh, he seemed, he seemed pretty happy mm. um, to being caught in flip-flops and socks. Thereby, of course, ruining his rep as a style icon. Um, he doesn't have that rep. But, no. Um, no, he does not. No. <laughs> so it's just, it was just delightful. But my question is, so now that the players have warning, they know... Did Jesus wear socks? Is, it, is, that, is that the question? False that circles. is the question. Did he wear <laughs> socks to training? Uh, um, Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> What, what, what kind of training did Jesus do? Like, well, he, he did all the you know, miracles and everything. Holding his breath and yeah. water, water sprints. Water yeah. sprints, uh, I, breaking of what, loaves, like you need arms. Oh, yeah, loaf breaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loaf breaking. Yeah. Why, why do you dividing. Think, why do you oh, think yeah. the Bible basically goes from, hey, this guy's born, hey, this guy's 30 years old. Hey, what do you think was happening in between? Training. Exactly. Montage. Really montage. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, yeah. I want to see Jesus running to a Survivor song. <laughs> um, so I'm like just envisioning now that the players are, are, you know, weather be damned, are in, like, you know, suits and, of course, no socks to be seen anywhere. Whatever, you know, I, I'm just picturing uh, them, like, throwing their wardrobe around their rooms uh, and uh, laying out the next four days just so that they're not caught unawares and a lot of ball caps since it still doesn't look as though many of them have been to the barber yet. Um, anyway, it just made me laugh. Is there going to be a barber with inside the MLS bubble? Oh, of course that there guy, is. That guy's going to make bank. Yeah. Especially what they charge for sandwiches. He's going to exactly. be just He's going to be able to fire off of yep. this. And then the tournament tattoo artist, come on, oh my god, mm. set for life. What the fuck else are they going to have to do while they're there? MLS yeah, is I... back tattoo. 
<laughs> low, MLS's lower back tattoo. <laughs> Can I get a San Jose clash only... right above my ass cheeks? <laughs> yeah. Can I get the word mark on the left cheek, the scorpion on the right? Yeah. Can I get Dallas burn just above my pubes? <laughs> uh, no, no, it can only go on the back of your body because it's the MLS's back. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Mm, damn. A giant right. mutiny on my shoulder blades. There you go. So bad. Um, can, I get the, is... can I get the Miami oh, Fusion, but where the sun is, right around my nipple? So it looks <laughs> like it's the fusion is happening over my one nipple. That would be... <laughs> do, do you have a nipple on your back, Mac? I think no, no, no. Are, it's going to be... Yeah, the rules yeah, are clearly just, established. Establish the rules. Uh, somebody mentioned pubes. That ain't on the back. I don't and know. That's what... when I came up with the whole back pubes ain't back. Yeah. It has to be Speak on. Speak for back. yourself. <laughs> Did you have any large? You hirsute monster. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any large pimples <laughs> or moles on your back? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is that a boil or a mole? Yeah. That that's... can be a, that can be a sun. That's sure. <laughs> that can be a Miami Fusion logo of. Whatever it was you were wanting. Yes, yes, right mm. where the sun rays come out. That's where. Oh, dear. All right. This is gross. Okay. This is. So that's our show this week. <laughs> what? I still haven't placed the LA Galaxy logo on my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Which means, is it not an LAFC logo? What's wrong with you? The, 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 the Galaxy logo fits better in, with the circle. Yeah, oh, wow. You're true. a fickle fan right there. It's all about the art. Mm. Uh, I see. It's either that or get so the earthquakes Richter scale to go down to my ass crack. It's true. I'm thinking more uh, MLS 1.0, Kristen. Ah. Yeah, old school. I'm just thinking that you're getting the 19 Barrett on my back. You know, like no full size. Oh, perfect. Yeah, like yes. full, a, full, a full back. Yeah just, yeah, just like the full numbers and name on, nice. uh, on my back as if uh, yeah, it's just, I'm constantly wearing... Chad Barrett. Chad Barrett on your yeah. back. He's just riding your back like a bitch, eh? Yeah. Barrett yeah. is back. Yes. Barrett's back. <laughs> All right. What about That's Chad's mom? No. That's our show. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Chad, a Chad's mom, a Chad's mom heart tattoo, mm. a classic Sailor Jerry style. <laughs> Chad's True. mom. So that's our show for this week. Okay. All right. Now um, we can get now we can get back to the Apostle Eleven. Yes. Finally, week, yes. as we continue the the sock discussion that will never end, uh, probably preview the COVID Cup. Yes, that's what I'm calling it. Talk some more NWSL because you have no choice. See if TFC actually leave for Florida and more. Uh, I have been joined by the entire Vocal Minority Podcast panel this week uh, at Duncan D Fletcher on Twitter is Mr. Duncan Fletcher. I'm going with John the Baptist either as the centre forward or the centre back because he's good at getting his head on things. Yeah, but he wasn't one of the apostles. Was he? No. Really? He's Jesus' cousin. What is he, Eric Zavaleta? Really, John the Baptist wasn't part of the whole disciples, apostle... Dude got his head chopped things. off before all that started. Back me up, Mark. Think so. <laughs> I have oh. no idea. <laughs> Confidence. I am not helping in this. I confident, Duncan, there, confidently, Maybe. There is a John, but I don't think it's John the Baptist. So no. I guess St. Peter should be the, the centre-back. He's like the, the rock that they build everything around. He's an offensive yeah. man. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's the, he's the Marcel de Sailly of the <laughs> Okay, now that you've made that uh, combination, I'm in for it. All right. On Twitter, anyway, move on. Hello. Mr. Tony Walsh. 
Okay, but I got a problem though because if, if we're talking about eleven apostles, does Jesus actually get to play or is he the manager? No, Jesus is the coach. Yeah, Jesus is oh, the manager. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> that's actually kind of cool though. Oh, can he? Is he? Oh, wait, is he a tracksuit manager or a suit manager? Tracksuit. Track, track track he's one of the men of the people. Come on. Yeah. Ah, sweet. He's, he's like Red Shadow Beyonce. He's, he's, he's in like his casual weekend yeah. clothes. The best, part of, the best part about it is his jacket says JC, JC. on it. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> but yeah, he's basically just sitting on an upturned bucket on the sideline like Red Shadow Beyonce. Oh, for fuck's sake, I don't want to work on crosses again. <laughs> <laughs> On the tweet machine at Kingerberg with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. I think he does a lot of work with the goalkeepers. Because <laughs> he saves a lot. So, I mean, that's true. It's right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next weekend, I can't be Stuart. Why don't we ending this? Up, it's what? When we well, get to 300. Like, when we get to Oh, yeah, that's a nice round number. You don't want to go above that. People get bored. Yeah. Well, I'd say Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are a four if you're playing a 4 4 2. They, but they weren't fossils. <sighs> they were all. Most of them were, were, yeah, weren't the, even the, born when he was the, around. Those, those guys are up in the press box. Yes, they're, they're reporters. They're the writing about they're it. They're reporters, yeah. 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 Well, they're who the was reporters. the apostles then? Oh, God, let's look them up. I don't know. You're the last Catholic. Why don't you know this? Yes. Yeah, the, you, the capital you, L in you guys, you, you guys went to church school. Seriously, like, I have no fucking idea. I was busy eating unconsecrated Eucharists. Hmm, <laughs> that sounds tasty. No, not really. No. They look like Ritz crackers. They don't taste like them. All right, so we got. Uh, let's see. There was a. There was a Dude, Matthew, the tax collector. Oh, okay. Well, mm. that's that's your DP, I guess. Yeah, uh, James, also known as James the Less. <laughs> left, uh, left back, I assume. Yeah, uh, stick him out on the full back. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Thomas. Oh. Bartholomew. Oh. Uh, Thaddeus. Thaddeus? Yes, who was Simon's brother. Mm. Um, let's see, there was an Andrew. Sounds who like was a wing. Peter's brother. Hey, Simon! Simon! Simon, it's me! Simon! <laughs> uh, Is it all Thaddeus? There was a John. Thaddeus? There was a John, but it's not not the Baptist. No. Yeah, says who? Uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> um, yeah, the holy book. Yeah. That's, that's where I get all my good religious stuff. Mm. Wikipedia. Um, yeah, so uh, I didn't go through this in order. It's just Man, J- Judas it's, really was a standout. Judas Iscariot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So there he goes. I see him as a high-scoring winger for sure. Probably yeah. was a nightmare when they tried to resign him. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> mm. yeah. He'd already he he'd already yeah. he, he was already on a Bosman. That oh one. yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he already had int- he had interest from Roma. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you know, his agent he wanted. Just, he took off for the big money contract. Yeah, Come on. exactly. His agent needed to get the you know two or three out of those pieces of silver. Yeah. So you know, was Jesus going to give him that? No. No. I just felt no. it was very disappointing when he was sacked and replaced for uh, by Barabbas. I thought that was really. Mm. Really uncalled for. Oh, uh, you never listen. To, they didn't have to crucify him over it. Never listen <laughs> to the fans. Yeah, I would say so. Barabbas, Barabbas would be the assistant coach. I think you know the guy on the bench there with Jesus. He's oh, Barabbas, the guy. Is a, Barabbas is a particular fan appeasement signing. The fans are all like, oh, "Get Barabbas, get Barabbas," and he's like, you know, well past it. Uh, this biblical football shit really took a turn. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. 